0: Brand Builder, welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Recap Edition. We're breaking down our episode with Darcy Benincosa, who I feel like is one of our new favorite friends.
1: Yes, we love Darcy. Darcy, Darcy is...
0: So cool.
1: She's so cool and she's so interesting. It's probably a good thing I wasn't on this interview because I'd have been like, so tell me about your favorite place you've ever traveled. So (laughs) tell me more about this upcoming book. So tell me more about your fabulous self.
0: Yeah, we were focused and down to business on video (laughs) courses, which it's kind of funny. We haven't had anyone actually come talk about this directly, even though so many of us and so many of our clients do them. And what happened was Darcy, so she's one of our clients. She was in one of our events. She was in, I think it was our Captivating Content event. And
1: everyone wanted to learn from Darcy. Everyone was like, <laughs> I wanted to, she was stealing the
0: show. And so she was like spending time with people and she was like, well, why don't I just come on? And we, 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 were we, we wanted to have so her so
1: excited about it.
0: So if you, you've ever been curious about video courses, how much they cost, how to do them, how long they have to be, this is a really, really key interview. And I think that was my first takeaway was it's not about the number of videos that determines the pricing. You know, she has a $50 course which is like 15 videos and then she has a $1,500 course which I think was like 24 videos. It's not about the length or the duration of it so much as it is about the monetary value of what you're teaching. In other words, how is what you're teaching going to directly or indirectly affect the person's income? And if the skills that you're teaching directly affect somebody's income, then you can charge more for those, which like is the definition of value, right? It is what is the value of the expertise that you're providing, not the quantity of information that you're providing. that was my first big. Yeah,
1: which uh is interesting because that's how everything should be priced. But so many people are like, well, it's only one call a month. Well, what are you covering on that one call a month?
0: If you get one idea that saves you from making a hundred thousand dollar mistake, which at brand builders I think is a lot of what we do is we're not only teaching people things that help them make a lot more money, but I mean, to prevent. but to prevent a lot of st- yes. stupid money and we've,
1: and also just wasted time. But yeah, I just think that's like a time. good lesson in general. It's not how many videos or how many calls or necessarily what's included. It's the price is more indicative of the content in which you're teaching from the someone value
0: it has in their life.
1: Yeah. So from people like us who have a background of selling things that were as little as $20 for a book or seven figure consulting deals, I just realized, it's so much of application and content, not just what's included in terms of how many hours and anyways, that that is a great one. And mine isn't all that off from my first one, which is, I thought this was just a really important aha for anyone who is creating a webinar or video course. And it's that the bonuses are almost as important as the course itself.
0: Yeah, that was a good one. So
1: what you include as your bonuses to get people to move to action are many times equally as important and need the necessary thinking and consideration and planning as the actual course Itself.
0: Yeah. And when you think about the pricing and the offer structure, so for those of you that are, you know, come to our stuff in phase two, and we talk about offer structure and getting people to actually pull out their credit card and make a purchase, you know, we talk a lot about how the total retail value should be maybe usually three to ten times the cost of what you're actually asking for and charging for. And driving up the real retail value has a lot to do with the bonuses. So the Mm -hmm. creating quality bonuses that are legitimately valuable and spending time to make them polished so that they have a high dollar value. Not only does it help them implement the course more effectively, it also is going to help you sell um, more. So that was, that was really good on the topic of marketing. I was blown away at the funnel, even though this was for her $50 (laughs) course, About how simple a funnel can be. Totally. I mean, we overcomplicate, you so know, many things. it's such an intimidating concept sometimes the funnel of like, oh, well, what technology do you use and how many emails and like, how do you know how far they watch in the video? And a lot of that stuff we teach, like, cause that stuff really works and we believe in it. But for her to just go, no, I just took the first video in my course. And listed it for free on YouTube with a link to say, "If you want the rest of the videos, click here." And they're for sale. <laughs> and she's not buying Maseratis with that money. But I loved what she even said:
1: buying groceries every it,
0: week. It's been paying for my groceries Since for three, 2017. 17. <laughs> like, like
1: that th- means something. That is that's, totally that's totally meaningful.
0: That's totally valuable. So that was mine. Is just that a funnel doesn't have to be complicated. complicated architecture. It doesn't have to be long. It's just a thoughtful process about how you can give value for free, create the law of reciprocity, and then offer people a chance for how to get more. And it's that simple.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that uh, my big second takeaway was the importance of prepping your audience before a launch. And she talks a lot about her methodology, and she's got a very scientific, like, this is what I do, this is when I do it, which... I think for anyone who is just starting out, that's exactly what you need.
0: Oh, this is like the weeks leading up. Yeah, just give
1: me the formula and let me execute it, right? It's like baking. Tell me how many scoops, how many drops, how many eggs. That's all I need and I can do it. And that's really what she's outlining for you in this interview. And she said that, you know, I know that the six to eight weeks before a launch of a new video course or a webinar, that all of my content is going to be circulated around that exact launch. So people know that, Hey, this is all she's talking about. This is, this is new. This is what I'm going to find on her feed. This is what she's going live about. And then pop. There goes her new course. There goes her launch, but she's prepping the audience weeks in advance with uh, just soft content, soft content, providing value, providing value before she comes out and offers the course.
0: Yeah. There's a, that makes me think of a book that's out by Robert Cialdini, who wrote the book Influence, which sold like 6 million copies. But he wrote a new book called pre mm, And it's yeah. all about setting the context in advance. And when she was talking about that, I was thinking about that book and also just like, it just makes so much sense to kind of prepare people's minds for like, this is the direction that we're heading right? and, and tee them up.
1: But uh, then it also just makes your life easy. Like if you know, these are the launches I'm going to do this year. This is the content I'm going to launch oh, or like relaunch. Planning part. Yeah. It just makes your life easy. Okay. Well, I know that January, February and part of March, this is what I do for my content. Okay, great. Now we launch. Okay. Now in April, this is what I do. It actually makes your life easy if you have a plan.
0: Yeah. And it also prevents you. One of the biggest mistakes was I was too many launching things. too many things at once, it was like if you plan out the calendar, you don't find yourself in that spot because you go, oh hey, there's a conflict here That right, was really your good last one? My last one was just getting on live with your audience mm-hmm. and I don't know why this was such a light bulb for me, but
1: Probably because you're an introvert who works in a dungeon in the basement and never likes to see the light of day. No.
0: Well, that's just, that is, that is, that is true.
1: What do you mean? I have to talk to people? Yeah.
0: I mean, that is absolutely true. But the, the idea of, I think at least the way most people seem to process like a webinar is they process it as like a one-time event and it is an either, or it is either you do it live or you do it as a recording. But the live part of it, I think people process as like you only could do it live once. And where she said, do it live six weeks in a row. The exact same thing. Of just doing it over and over again. So you don't feel like, oh my gosh, all my eggs are in this one basket, this one Mm -hmm. hour, like get everybody there. And if the tech goes down, like, oh, it's so risky. But to just go, no, you're gonna you're gonna do this live consistently, which is the best practice, totally. right? Is to do it live and and do it live for a while, and then take whatever was the highest performing video and make that the recording that you make into your evergreen. Of course, we just we build a lot evergreen from the beginning, but just take the pressure off of you of going.
1: I'm just, gonna do this six times, six do it, weeks in yeah, a row. I got,
0: I got. I'll multiple take the shots. best recording and just be with your people. Yeah, like just say it's not like oh my gosh, everything has to go perfect. It's <laughs> like no. Just hang out with your people. Like these are your friends. These are your friends, your fans. Like hang out with them and give them a chance to like talk to you and just share with them what you have. And I think that it's easy to get scared and intimidated by the webinar. And so that was uh,
1: very scary there. The um, webinar. So my last one was just something she brought up just kind of casually, but I really latched onto it was the importance of not launching too soon. And so many people out there yeah. have this Joneses mentality of, well, everyone has a course and everyone's doing a webinar and everyone is this and every, I got to I got to I got to And it's like, yeah, maybe. But not too soon. There is a huge danger of doing it too soon when your audience isn't ready for it. And she talked about how she spent two years providing value to her audience before she came out with a course. And then her first course was 49 bucks. And it was very niche and it was very specific, but there's immense value of not rushing to do this when you haven't primed your audience to be ready to buy from you. And we have a recent customer from Brain Builders Group that this really resonated with me. And it was a gentleman who heard about us from Lewis house. Okay. I'm talking about, no, I don't know what you're talking about here. (laughs) And uh,
0: venturing into the off script, my friend, (laughs)
1: this is like really resonated with me because he, he requested a free call with brand builders group about building his personal brand. He heard about us on Lewis's podcast. And then he said, you know, I've been listening to Lewis for 10 years. And to me, that just is like so much to what Darcy said. It's, you know, Lewis had been nurturing and building this relationship, this online relationship with this person for 10 years before he was ready to click and buy something. And there's so much value into not rushing it and just providing value. Like if you're truly, truly trying to build a personal brand and it's all about money, then you're already not going to win.
0: People can smell it. Like you're already
1: not going to succeed if it's just about that. You know, we always talk about mission over money. Yeah. You know, if you're on the mission of serving and providing value with real expertise that you have, which I think is what Darcy talked about in this entire interview. It was, if you have something worthy of sharing with the world, then just do it. Like, what are you the expert at? Where is your real expertise and experience? What do you have results in that you could actually help someone else improve their life, their business, their systems, or their mindset and actually get out there and do it? And it's amazing how many people need that and are willing to spend money $49 or $1,400 for someone to be their guide to show them how to do it. And I love that. I have a bonus topic that I would like to bring. So, before you bonus (laughs) your topic, just
0: on that note, because one thing that she also said was she was like, and if you're struggling with that, you should go back through phase one. Yes. And that was as a seven-figure earner yeah. who has a lot of experience for her
1: to, say, to say,
0: I had to go back to phase one for my new thing and how challenging it still was and how important it is. That was important.
1: Yeah. Important so note. make sure you go back and listen to the full interview, specifically the last five minutes when she talks about how everyone needs to work with Brain Builders Group. So now we, <laughs> yes, for sure.
0: Now we have a bonus tip, which again yeah, is no, not a tip. script. I
1: didn't say a tip. Oh, okay. said so have a bonus a, topic. A
0: bonus topic.
1: Where I really need everyone to figure out how do we go back through this process of getting remarried so that Darcy can come shoot our photography. Oh, That's yeah. What I need to know. Y'all, if you're not following Darcy, you need to, in addition to being Gosh. an amazing photographer. Uh, and no. here's one of the things that I love most about her, which you guys did not talk about at all, is uh, Darcy's not one of those photographers who does all the filters and, and she comes back and she fixes everything. It's like, no, like, help me capture you and your natural beauty. Let me capture the essence that is you. Not let me bring it back to my photo studio and do all the airbrushing and fix every blemish. It's like no, like let me capture the real you. So I want to know how do we get remarried so I can have Darcy come do my photographs. Honey, That's- <laughs> will you
0: marry me? Always
1: on the podcast. <laughs> how
0: romantic was that? How about romantic? A spontaneous um, reproposal right here on the podcast. He must have
1: had confidence, I would say. Not. Again.
0: because we have undying love but because we want additional wedding <laughs> photography from Darcy yeah, to I'm go after. with our already amazing wedding oh my photography gosh. Our, from, our from Mel, Shawn and and Mel, Mel McClellan. McClellan like
1: no they're oh my gosh they're amazing. incredible they're incredible but what I was gonna say is like in addition to that her authenticity and her fun vibe and her personality and her confidence are just absolutely contagious. So if you are just listening to the recap, you are truly missing the best part, which is the interview with Darcy. So go check it out.